Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Tuesday, October 26th. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include natural gas stocks jump on price surges, crypto is coming to credit cards, and Mark Cuban's full court press on drug costs. Those stories and more, but first, let's get caught up on markets. U.S. equity futures are higher by as much as seven-tenths of a percent as investors digest a variety of blue-chip earnings. The yield on the benchmark 10-year U.S. Treasury note is 1.62%. Brent crude is lower by about six-tenths of a percent at 84.67 a barrel. Gold is lower at $1,803 an ounce, and Bitcoin is higher by three-tenths of a percent to nearly $63,000. The stock's Europe 600 is up six-tenths of a percent. In Japan, the Nikkei 225 rose nearly 2%, while shares in Hong Kong and mainland China all edge lower. Firms set to post earnings ahead of the market open include United Parcel Service, General Electric, 3M, Raytheon Technologies, and Lockheed Martin. Robinhood Markets and Visa are set to report after the markets close. Novartis, Eli Lilly, JetBlue, Twitter, and insurance giant Chubb, along with Microsoft, Twitter, and Google parent Alphabet, are all set to report results after the close. Now our top stories. Range resources and other natural gas-focused producers climbed to a 52-week high as U.S. natural gas prices soared to their largest one-day percentage gain since September a year ago. They closed 12% higher to nearly $6 per million BTU. That's the second highest price this year. After nearly a month of above-normal temperatures, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration now predicts cooler-than-normal conditions for most of the U.S. Southeast and Midwest during the first week of November. That should lift domestic heating demand. MasterCard and crypto firm Backed Holdings said they have joined to enable cryptocurrency card payments. The company said the partnership will make it easier for banks, financial technology firms, and merchants to offer and accept crypto payments. Banks and other financial institutions that issue cards through MasterCard will be able to issue cryptocurrency credit or credit cards that let people make payments and earn rewards in Bitcoin. Other cryptocurrency assets could follow. Backed shares more than tripled, while MasterCard shares rose six-tenths of a percent. Mark Cuban, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, is funding a startup that aims to sell generic drugs at a transparent fixed-rate markup. The Mark Cuban Cost Plus drug company PBC and the purchaser Business Group on Health, a nonprofit coalition of nearly 40 large public and private employers, said they are each starting new pharmacy benefit management companies. Mr. Cuban's company plans to soon launch an online pharmacy that will sell 100 of the most commonly prescribed generic medications. The company is building a plant in Dallas to manufacture certain drugs and hopes to open the facility in September 2022. In earnings news, Facebook shares gained in late trading after third quarter results showed more people are actively using its network of social media apps, including Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp, than analysts predicted. The social networking company's stock is up about 2.5% ahead of the opening bell. UBS Group said fees from wealthy clients soared in the third quarter, and its investment bank also generated more revenue. The Swiss bank said its third quarter profit rose 9%. 
UBS is Switzerland's largest bank by assets. United Parcel Service is rising in pre-market trading after the shipping giant boosted its operating margin for 2021. The stock was up almost 3% after UPS posted a 22% rise in third quarter operating profit. 3M shares are higher by 2% in pre-market trade after the company beat estimates for the third quarter. Shares of General Electric are up about 1% in pre-market trading after reporting third quarter profit and industrial free cash flow that beat expectations. Shares of Hasbro are climbing 2% in pre-market trade after the toymaker reported third quarter results that beat forecasts, citing particular strength in its entertainment business. Eli Lilly shares are higher by 2% pre-market after the company said it's proceeding with regulatory steps to seek approval for drugs to treat type 2 diabetes and Alzheimer's disease. Raytheon Technologies said third quarter net income increased sharply, citing increased demand for its products. Raytheon also increased its 2021 profit forecast. The stock is up nearly 30% this year. Archer Daniels Midland exceeded earnings estimates for the third quarter as it benefited from an integrated supply chain and strong demand, as well as growth in its nutrition segment. The company is expecting a strong fourth quarter and a second straight year of record earnings per share. The shares are up eight-tenths of a percent pre-market. Shares of Sherwin-Williams are higher by one percent after reporting results that exceeded estimates. Xerox shares are lower by about 4% in pre-market trading after reporting third-quarter profit that rose above expectations, but revenue declined as a deterioration in supply chain conditions and the Delta variant caused delays in clients' plans to return employees to the workplace. Pulte Group said its profit and revenue rose for the third quarter as it saw strong demand and higher prices across all of its housing segments. Polaris, the sport vehicle maker, cut its 2021 outlook for adjusted earnings and sales as it's been dealing with the effects of supply chain constraints on production and shipments. In other news, Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine was generally safe and induced the desired immune response in children ages 6 to 11 in a clinical trial. That's according to the company. Tesla's stock closed higher by 13%, its biggest one-day move since March 9th, at a fresh record of over $1,000 a share after car rental giant Hertz placed an order for 100,000 Model 3 sedans, which will be available to rent in major U.S. markets and parts of Europe. It's the first step of a plan to electrify its rental car fleet, and it's the largest ever single order for electric vehicles. Shares of Tesla surged past the $1 trillion mark on Monday, making it the first automaker to surpass that threshold. Hertz says it will spend about $4.2 billion for the 100,000 Model 3s. That's about $42,000 per car. That's close to the current list price and about 25% more than what Hertz has typically paid in its wholesale deals. At an emergency meeting in Luxembourg today, several EU countries will call for the European Union to come up with new intervention tools to reflect their varying energy sources and industrial strength after energy prices soared. Democrats are working to wrap up negotiations over their social spending and climate bill, hoping by this weekend to resolve disagreements on issues including tax policy and health care. Novartis is weighing a sale or a spin-off of its generic drug unit, Sandoz. The unit has proven a drag on Novartis's growth, and its separation would be the final step toward the Swiss drug giants focusing solely on innovative drugs. 
Disneyland and its California Adventure Park have raised most of their daily ticket prices and are also boosting prices even higher for peak visit days. Daily prices are rising from 3 to 8 percent, and standard daily parking costs are going up by 20 percent. Volvo set its IPO price at the low end of its range despite its electric vehicle goals. Shares are set to begin trading on the Nasdaq Stockholm Exchange on Friday. Private equity firm Francisco Partners is targeting a $2 billion third agility fund. Youth-focused online platform Phase Clan is combining with a special purpose acquisition company to go public with a roughly $1 billion valuation. Blue Origin, the commercial space venture created by Amazon.com founder Jeff Bezos, wants to build a commercial space station with partners including Boeing by the second half of this decade. A pair of Nikes worn by NBA legend Michael Jordan sold for nearly $1.5 million this weekend, setting a record for sneakers bought at an auction. The autographed Nike airships worn by Jordan in his fifth NBA game on November 1, 1984, were scooped up Sunday at an auction in Las Vegas. Paul Manafort, former President Donald Trump's ex-campaign manager, has sold his Hamptons home for slightly above its $10 million asking price. And Nigeria on Monday launched a digital currency, the first of its kind in Africa. The central bank joined with global fintech Bit Inc. to develop the digital currency. At 7 a.m., U.S. equity futures are higher by nearly seven-tenths of a percent. Crude is lower by half a percent at 83.35 a barrel. Gold is slipping two-tenths of a percent at $1,803 an ounce, while Bitcoin is higher by three-tenths of a percent at nearly $63,000. The 10-year U.S. Treasury yield is 1.63%. In Europe at midday, shares are higher by as much as 1%. In Asia, shares were mixed, with shares in Japan up nearly 2%, while they declined in Hong Kong and China and gained six-tenths of a percent in India. Coming up today, we've got the S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller Home Price Index, as well as the FHFA House Price Index. Those will both be released at 9 a.m. Eastern, and we'll also get data on new home sales and consumer confidence. They are due out at 10 a.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.